Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is October 4th, and our reading comes from Colossians chapter 1. Beginning in verse 3, Paul says this, We always pray for you. And we give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and your love for all God's people, which comes from your confident hope of what God has reserved for you in heaven. You've had this expectation ever since you first heard the truth of the good news. Now, I love what Paul says right out of the gate here. Not only is he praying for them, but he encourages them. He says, man, we've heard about your faith and we've heard about your love for one another. And he says, this love for each other comes from your confident hope of what God has reserved for you in heaven. In other words, when we understand who we are in Christ and all that has been given to us because of what Christ has done and our faith in him, it transforms, it shifts something. It changes something in our hearts and therefore the way we relate to other people. So much of our bad behavior, so much of our poor relating is driven by our fear, our pain, our need for control, right? But Paul is saying in this passage, when we understand the gospel, when we understand what Jesus has done, when we understand all that belongs to us in Christ as joint heirs to the kingdom of God, then what that produces is it destroys our fear, man, it destroys our insecurities, it builds our faith and gives us a capacity to love and serve each other. I love that. Verse 9, he says this, so we have not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord, and your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. All the while, you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. That is such a great description of why the church exists. It's such a great description of our mission statement. We exist to help you learn to be with Jesus so you can become like Jesus and do what Jesus did. Let me read that again because Paul is describing exactly that. He says, we're praying for you and asking that God would give you a complete knowledge of his will and give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. In other words, when we are with Jesus, our knowledge of his will, our wisdom, our spiritual wisdom, our understanding of the gospel is growing. In verse 10, he says, then when that happens, we're under understanding of who God is, we're our understanding of his will, our understanding of redemptive history, our understanding of truth, our understanding of our own heart. As we are with Jesus and our spiritual wisdom, our spiritual understanding is growing. Verse 10 says, then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord. Your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. So then we're becoming like him. He says, all the while, you will grow as you learn to know God 
better and better. So when we're with him, as we know him better and better, then naturally we become more and more like him because he's healing our hearts. He's transforming our lives. He's producing his life and character in us. He's given us the perspective that when we live the way he designed us to live, then we begin to experience real life. And when we understand that, when that truth really takes root in our heart, it changes everything about the way we live and do relationships. Now watch this, verse 11. He says, we also pray that you would be strengthened with all this glorious power so you will have all the endurance and patience you need. And that's so important, right? I, I pray that you, all of you listening, would have uh, an experience of God's power, that God's power flowing in you would give you the strength and the endurance you need, the patience you need. So we need endurance to stand under the trials and the pressure and the difficulty of life in a fallen world. In the first century, they need the endurance to bear under severe persecution and poverty and tremendous suffering, really like we would probably never experience. But even today in our circumstances, in our situation, right, life is challenging and we need strength to endure. But he says, we're also praying for patience. Oh my goodness, this is so important because we've been promised a kingdom, but it's not here yet, right? We need patience. It, it kind of reminds me of, of Christmas when my kids were young, right? When your kids are young and, and Christmas season is coming, you know, anytime after Thanksgiving, it's like they're constantly asking, you know, how much further to Christmas? How much further to Christmas? Man, is today the day? Is today the day? And, and what they don't understand is, no, there's a lot of preparations that have to be made and gifts have to be bought and things have to be decorated and families coming. And there's all of these preparations for the Christmas moment, right? But all they can think about is the moment. Well, the same thing is true spiritually, right? There's a lot of anticipation about all that God has promised us. He's promised us a kingdom, an inheritance that Jesus will rule and reign and that the world will be restored back to its original design. What we see in Genesis 1 and 2 and what we see in the last two chapters in Revelation 21 in our Bible, when we see the kingdom of God restored, and we all long for that. In fact, in Romans 8, the Bible says that our, our bodies, we are crying out for redemption, right? But not yet. So Paul says, I'm praying that you would have the patience, the strength to endure, but we also need patience to endure and to wait for all that God has promised that we don't experience yet. Verse 12, he says, I'm always thanking the Father. He has enabled you to share in the inheritance that belongs to all his, his people who live in the light. For he's rescued us from the kingdom of darkness, transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. We are citizens of heaven. Verse 15, Christ is the visible image 
of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before anything else, and he holds all creation together. Jesus is the creator and the sustainer of the universe. Everything was created by him and for him. Listen, you were created by God for God, and your best life is found when you embrace that understanding of who you are and begin by God's power and grace walking that out. You are created by Jesus, and you are created for Jesus, for His glory. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for this encouraging word. God, I pray that you would remind us all today of all that you have promised us, who we are as the children of God, who we are as citizens of your kingdom, so that we can love and serve each other well. God, I'm praying for everybody listening. God, I pray that you would increase our understanding, our spiritual wisdom, our understanding of the gospel. Lord, help us to know who we are. Help us to understand all that you've done for us. God, as we are with you, as we're getting to know you, God, we naturally become like you so that we can begin doing what you did in our families, in our workplace, in our communities around the world. God, help us to understand all that you've done and all that's been accomplished through your death and resurrection. God, I pray that you would give us power to endure in the face of all of our struggles, all of our difficulty, all of our trials. I know people listening today, so many people, they got a challenging day ahead. They're in a difficult season. God, give us strength. Give us endurance. And God, give us patience to hang on in the face of our suffering, knowing this is not our home. This is temporary. No matter how great our suffering is, it will soon end and we will be with the Lord. God, we thank you for sending Jesus, who has represent is such a beautiful picture of the heart of God the Father. Lord, I'm so grateful. Jesus shows us who you are and how you relate to humanity. We're so grateful for that. Jesus, everything was created by you and for you. And today we just pause to give you thanks, to bless you, to honor you, to worship you. You are worthy. And God, I pray that every person, that we would live with this understanding of who we are. We were created by you and for you. So help us, God, to live for your glory, to bless you, to please you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me again today. I hope you have a great day. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.